thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Celia Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Just past the top of the hour here in Stanley, Wisconsin. We are just about ready for high school football as our Settlers Bank High School game of the week is on the air. I am Joey D. Glad to bring you this level four contest in Division Four. We're going to see who gets to head to Madison in just a couple of days and play for a gold ball. Hopefully it is the little shoot Mustangs. Both of these teams, no strangers to this level, no doubt about that. In fact, uh, these seniors have not lost very many games over their career for St. Croix Central for the Panthers. Last year, 12-2, and two, they lost the state title game to Lodi. year before that, they beat River Valley in the state championship when they were 11-3, and three, and they lost in level three in 2015. So total, this senior class has only lost seven games in their career. For Little Shoot, this senior class has only lost 11 games. Four last year, three the year before when they lost to St. Croix Central, and then four the year before that. And we are just about ready to get underway. As Little Shoot comes out in their white tops and the blue numerals with the blue bottoms, they will go from right to left, and indeed, they will be kicking off. So this is a, a, a rarity, I'm told, that uh, and uh, so little shoot will be the visitors. I'm just told that I'm right here, the uh, PA guy, not too far away. A little cramped here, but hey, it's all right. We're staying a little more warm than the fans here, brave in the elements. And we are just about ready to kick off here. It will be Zach Schmitz to put it on the tee. And we are underway in this Division Four Level 4 contest. And it is picked up at about the 15-yard line. And knocked down right away. A great special teams play by Little Shoot as Hunter Houlihan was just absolutely blown away. And... Uh, We'll see exactly where they call this as far as the yard line goes. Schmitz in on the tackle that time as well. Looks like they're going to mark it uh, maybe 22, 23 yard line is where they will start this drive just underway here in the state semifinal game. Panthers actually on offense. Not too often that uh, they run out there on offense to start. And their star quarterback, Austin Kopaz. Working under center. And the ball is on the turf. It's bouncing around. Little Shoot says they have it. And indeed they do. They come up with a big time turnover on play number one. And Little Shoot is in great position here at about the 20 yard line. The handoff was dropped and it was just bouncing around out there. Didn't see who dove on it. But a big-time key play to open up this contest. It's one of the Myron keys to the game. I told you they had to get something going early on, get this momentum swinging their way. And after the kickoff and just a smashing play on special teams, they now turn it over on the first play 
And it's first and 10 on about the 20-yard line. Miller in the shotgun formation. And off going left tackle, and that is Van Derzen spinning his way down inside the 15-yard line. That's going to be gain of about six or so. We'll see exactly where they mark it again. I cannot see the markers. The, the snow is just covering this. <laughs> this is this is old school backyard winter football here. They're going to call it second down and three for the Mustangs after the turnover. See if they can capitalize from the shotgun once again. We've got a whistle in our first penalty of the contest. And we'll see what the call is. Somebody may have jumped a little bit early. How about these referees brave in the cold as well? That indeed is the call, the first penalty of the evening, and it goes on little shoot. So they'll back them up one, or back them up five for the first turnover. Just underway here, 11-19 remaining in this first quarter. It'll be second down and eight, and it looks like it's they're calling it on the 18-yard line. Here's the give. Again, they'll go left side, down inside the 10. The 5 still fighting his way, spinning his way toward the pylon. He's not going to get there, but Van Derzen on the carry almost jumps into the end zone. It'll be first and goal right there on the end zone line. Van Derzen, the 5'9", 165-pound senior. He scored the second touchdown of... The game last week against Wrightstown almost got the first one here. Van Dersen again lining up in the backfield. Miller under center. Pullback goes in motion. They give to Van Dersen. He'll work up. He jumps up over. Did he get over the pylon? He did not. They're up over the inline, I should say. Did not get in. Boy, that was close. I think he may have slipped, and that's where the field is going to come into play. Again, cannot see. So it'll be second down and goal. That's Schumacher that lines up in the backfield now. Miller will give to Schumacher. He'll work left side, spinning his way, and into the end zone. Touchdown, little shoot. A one-yard touchdown run by Bryce Schumacher. Puts the Mustangs on the board for 6-0. 10-34 mark of this first quarter. And our first score is a one-yarder by Schumacher. Lines are down. We'll see how this turf affects any kind of extra point here. It'll be the big fella, Schmitz, once again. And it is dropped, and he picks it back up, and nope, no good. So the field does come into play there. But with 10.34 remaining in the first quarter, they score off of the turnover. It's 6-0 Little Shoot back after this on the score. Back here in Stanley, Stanley Boyd High School, where Little Shoot's out to a 6-0 lead. Ten and a half minutes left to play here in this first quarter. They score off of the turnover, a run-yard run by Schumacher in just a couple of plays, and the kickoff is run back out to the 40-yard line, and that's where the Panthers will get the ball for the second time and only the second snap because they fumbled away the first one. Up under center goes Austin Copez. And he give to the up back and stuffed right away. No gain right there at the 40-yard line. And, again, not sure who 
had that one. If it was Berg or Larson, those are the two main guys, and Derek Meyer as well. They kind of line up in a diamond right there in the backfield. Any rate, no gain. Second down and 10 on the 40. Two minutes into this contest. Copez, the give to Larson, and he will tumble his way across the 45 up to the 46-yard line. The first, the first positive play of this game for the Panthers, who are out in their blue tops with the white numerals. So lots of blue here this evening for both sides, but, but a lot of wrapped up people as well. Snowy field. We can kind of start to see the numbers again. This time, Kopaz pitches it out, and a number f another fumble, and Little Shoot says they have it again. And coming up with it again will be the Mustangs, the second time in four plays, and they take it right back away from the Panthers. This time out towards midfield. That was a toss back to Mike Steinmetz, and he could not handle it in this cold weather. It definitely has played a factor so far, at least for St. Croix Central, as they have turned it over twice now. And again, good field position here for the Mustangs. On the far hash now. Up 6-0, 9-22 left in this first quarter. A lot of action. Miller takes the snap. He's actually dropping back to pass. Now he decides to take off running, and that's a good decision. He's got the first down and then some up across the 20-yard line. Big-time gain for Noah Miller. Gains the first down and then some. He did run out of bounds, so the clock will stop with 9.16 left. And we'll see exactly where they mark this. Again, I can barely see the markers. It looks like about the 25. I'll do my best for you, folks. <laughs> this is quite a scene. They cleared it away as much as they could. but All right, first and 10 on the Panthers 25-yard line, this time again in the shotgun formation. And a handoff goes straight up the middle. It's either Van Dersen or Schumacher that had that one. I believe it might have been Schumacher again. And he is wrapped up after about a two-yard gain. So it'll be second down and eight. And they're only going to give him one. Well, now they said two. Okay, second down and eight on about the 23-yard line. Again, trying to capitalize off another Panthers turnover. That's how they scored the first one. 6-0 our score. They missed the extra point. Again, Miller in the shotgun formation, trying to get the block, and he's going to drop back to pass. And he had a receiver, but he dropped it in the flat. He was wide open. That was Isaiah Bow that was right there in the flat, and if he catches it, that's going to be some very positive yardage, but he could not hold that one in, so it's going to be third down and eight for the Mustangs. Kind of surprised, but, hey, going to the air a couple of times, although the first time he just took off running. That was the first pass attempt. Should have been complete, but instead it's third down and long. Miller once again. We'll drop back into the shotgun formation. Dropping back to pass again. The pressure is on. He gets hit, and this time it is complete. Down inside the 10, the 5, touchdown. A little shoot caught once again by Schumacher. 
his second touchdown of the game, and Little shoots on top 12 to nothing. Beautiful play under pressure. Boy, Miller was hit really hard, but he caught it a 23-yard touchdown pass this time. And so one yard or one TD through the air, one on the ground, both by Schumacher. And we'll see what happens here with the extra point with Zach Schmitz. This time it's down and this one is gonna go up through the uprights, it is good. With 8.20 remaining in this first quarter, two turnovers, two touchdowns by Little Shoot. 13-0, back after this on the score. Ah, oh, that's a great bumper running down a dream, the dream for the Mustangs. Head to Madison next Thursday. It's off to a good start. 8.20 remaining in this first quarter. They have scored twice off of two St. Croix Central turnovers, and both of them Schumacher. A one-yard run and a 23-yard touchdown and reception from Miller, who got hit really hard. We'll see if that affects him at all. Here's a little squib kick in the return at the 30-yard line, lowering his shoulder and taken down across the 35, about the 37-yard line. That was Zach Holm on the run back. And the Panthers will get it for the third time, but they've only run, I believe, four plays. And two of them were turnovers, and one of them was for no, no gain. And so they got to get something going here. Very unusual for St. Croix Central to... Be down like this, it's got to be one of their largest deficits of the entire season. And back up under center. And he pitched back. Taken down right away. Looks like Steinmetz once again. Oh, check that. That was Berg. Keegan Berg, the running back. Five foot eight, 185 pounder. He was nailed as soon as he got that pitch back. That's going to be a loss of about five or six. So it's going to be second down and long. Second and 16, they're going to mark it on about the 32-yard line. So loss after loss as far as the plays. This defense is coming up big for the Mustangs. Again, it's Copaz. And we got a whistle. And the officials walking in looks like in a maybe an equipment situation maybe. Not too sure. Somebody's going to have to uh, come out, and it looks like Steinmetz will run over and uh, get some kind of equipment taken care of. Now they'll run the clock at seven and a half left to play here in this first quarter. Again, the toss back from Kopaz. And again, that is Berg diving across the 40 up to the 41 yard line. Finally, a positive play here for the Panthers. And taken down right at the 40. So it's going to bring up a key third down situation. About third and seven on the Panther 40-yard line. 7-0-3 and counting. Once again, Kopaz up under center. Steinmetz will get to him. The pitch once again right there. The stuffing defense for a little shoot. Looked like Wallersheim was in on that one. Max Wallersheim, 6'3", 250-pounder. 
One of the many Mustangs that were just swallowing him up as soon as that pit, that pitchback play has just not been working here in these first couple of drives. Turnover, turnover, and three and out here for St. Croix Central. Defense coming up huge for the Mustangs. He'll drop back to punt. No pressure at all. It's in the air. Takes a bounce. And takes a Panthers bounce. Inside the 35 down to about the 32-yard line. And that's where Little Shoot will get it for the third time. The first two wound up with touchdowns. And they'll run back out there on offense. Going to see how Miller is. Remember, he got absolutely nailed on that touchdown pass as the pressure was coming in. And that's kind of why Schumacher was wide open in the flat because they were blitzing from that side. Miller picked it up wisely and just tossed it to him for the easy 23-yard touchdown. Wide receivers, two to the right. Tied in here to the left. Miller, shotgun formation. And a handoff rolling across the up into about the 40-yard line. Van Derzen, they keep going back and forth between Van Derzen and Schumacher. Van Derzen back in there, the 5'9", 165-pound senior. And a gain of six, second down and four. Ball marked on what I believe is about the 38-yard line. <laughs> the snow-covered Stanley Boyd High School field. Here's the give once again to Van Derzen, and he is stuffed right at the line of scrimmage. Might have got a yard. Up to the 40, and it brings up a third down and about three. Little shoot facing, I think this is their first third down, maybe their second. They scored on their first two possessions. Can they make it three in a row? Shotgun formation, trips to the right. The little play fake, now he's rolling right, throws across the down to the sideline of St. Croix Central. And I hope everybody's okay there. It was incomplete. Diving after it. I uh, still can't see a number. Again, that's way on the opposite side here. But it was incomplete, so it's going to bring up a fourth down. And the Mustangs bring in the punting unit. That was Lilge. Jacob Lilge, 5'9", 160-pound senior. Couldn't haul that one in. It would have been a first down. Let me play action fake by Miller. But instead, first time. The Mustangs are stopped, and they've got to punt things away with 5.08 remaining in this first quarter, up 13-0. It's a bad snap. It bounces back to him, and he does get it away. Schmitz does. And it's a great punt. Takes a little shoot bounce inside the 10. Going to roll down near the goal line, and they down it right at the one-inch line. What a punt aided by this snowy field. And great coverage there as running back to down it. For the Mustangs, again, a nice special teams play. The second really nice one here of this first half. And you can't get any better than that. They're going to start, I mean, the nose of the football is basically on the end zone line. Of course, it can't be because then they would bring it out. But it is right there. First and 10. They're going to have to go 99 and nine-tenths of a yard if they're going to score here. See if the defense can step up here. Here's the handoff. Might have gotten a couple more inches. And they'll give it to Keegan Berg. 
He's been their main guy here so far. Surprisingly not seeing Ryan Larson too much. And they get a little more breathing room. They'll give him a yard. Second down and nine. Officially ball marked, I guess, on the two-yard line. And Copez. And Berg once again will dive right up the middle again, just trying to get some breathing room, and he does. Gains a few more out to about the five-yard line. It's going to be a third down at a very long five. Deep in their own end zone after a beauty of a punt. Well, the punt itself, it was okay, especially after the bobbled snap. It was okay. It just when it bounced. It just kept going. It, it bounced at least 25 yards. And great coverage again. Big third down. They're calling a third and six on the five-yard line. You can hear the little shoot crowd right down here in front of me. Copaz, this time rolling to his left. He's going to pass this one out of the backfield. He's got a receiver in between four defenders. How did that happen? Oh, my goodness, jumping up to get it. Derek Meyer, a huge reception on third and si third and six from their own five. He's going to pick up a good 25 yards on that reception in between four defenders, not one, not two, not three. How did he get that? My goodness, first and 10 on about the 31-yard line. So a 26-yard pass reception. This time... He will hand it off to Larson, diving his way across the 40, up to near a first down. We'll see if they mark it. He did get right at 10 yards. And the first first down for St. Croix Central. And it comes on their fifth possession. With 3.21 remaining in this first quarter. Still 13-0 Mustangs, but the Panthers with a little momentum swinging their way. Copaz will keep it himself, running left side, wrapped up after about a two-yard pickup. On that far sideline, I want to give credit to who was in on the tackle that time. It looked like Ryan Verstegen, if I'm not mistaking. Again, kind of hard to see way over there on the opposite side. At any rate, second down and eight. Ball marked on the 45-yard line as the snow starts to come down once again. Lots of blowing snow, as a matter of fact. Here it goes up the middle once again. It's Copaz on the keeper. He can run this football, and he does up across midfield. And just enough for a first down. I'll give him 11 yards. And for the first time tonight, the Panthers are in Mustangs territory. Lots of blowing snow. Look up in the lights. We'll see how that affects things here. We've seen it already affected as far as the field conditions. First and 10 on the Mustang 46. Copaz again under center. Up the middle. Keeps it himself once again. Another nice gain by the quarterback who he is their second leading rusher, one of 2,000-yard rushers. Copaz 1,025, 17 touchdowns. He averages 85 a game. That's their quarterback. Up under center once again. He looks over the little shoot defense. At the two-minute warning of quarter number one, 13-0 Mustangs. Copaz the handoff to Ryan Larson. He'll dive forward for a couple across the 
Uh, right at about the 40-yard line, maybe the 39. So it'll be third down and about two on the 39. That's their other big runner, Ryan Larson, averaging 1,250 or. Uh, with 1,252 yards, averaging over 104 per game. Third and short. He gives it to Larson once again, and did he get enough? Maybe on the second effort there, they'll have to see who's, what he's got there at the bottom of the pile. Schumacher in on the stop. Jacob Frisch runs off as some personnel changes. They did not get it. Very, very close. This is fourth and a nose of the football for the Panthers. At the 37-yard line, Copez, the toss back, and he's got the first down. Keegan Berg, that toss back play has been a dangerous one here in this early going of the first quarter. But he gets it up to the 35-yard line. He needed a half an inch, got about two yards. First and 10. 35 seconds left to play in this first quarter. Remember, they started this drive on about the one-inch line. And the big key pass on third down, the 25-yard pass. The key play so far, and they're marching first and 10. Clock running. Copaz will keep it himself. Spins across the left side of the line. Gained a couple. So second down and eight as we wind things down. That should be it for this first quarter with five seconds left. And indeed, that will do it. Boy, what a first quarter that was. Little shoot scoring on their first two possessions off of turnovers. Did miss one of the extra points. We've had a little bit of everything here in this first quarter. Boy, what a doozy. What else would you expect here from a level four contest here? At the end of one quarter of play, it's a little shoot 13 and St. Croix Central. Nothing on our Papa Murphy scoreboard. Back after this on the score. Back here at Stanley Boyd High School. Little shoot on top, 13-0 over St. Croix Central as we begin quarter number two. Here's a handoff going right up the middle. On second down and eight, and it looks like he may have gotten maybe seven on the play. So it's going to be third down and short. Another scoring update here for you. They are flying through the game with Fond du Lac and Kimberly. That one's over on WHBY. If you'd like to go back and forth, listen to that one. Scoreless right now with about six minutes left to play in the first half. Here, third down and short. Copaz will keep it himself and diving across. Good for a first down. Up, uh, I'm going to guess about the 23 or so. <laughs> if you're just joining us, uh, we had quite a bit of snow here not too long ago, and the field got, well, covered. <laughs> so this is, uh, it's, it's, it's been interesting to try and call whenever you cannot see the yard markers. They kind of started to show up the big numbers on the field. That's why I can kind of guess. But first and 10, I'll look at the scoreboard on the 22-yard line. Copez keeping himself again, this time off the left side. And wrapped up there by Thomas Majewski, the six foot, 230 pound senior. Wraps him up after a nice gain, though, again. It's been Austin Copez, the senior quarterback, doing his thing. A nice pass earlier, but he's been run, run, run 
And we got a personal foul called on Little Shoot. Oh, wow. Okay, so the first big penalty here on the Mustangs. And we'll see exactly where they mark this one off. They keep on marching down. It's going to be inside the 10. It's going to be first and goal, a costly penalty here for the Panthers, for uh, the Mustangs. Panthers will have it. First and 10 on about the, or first and goal on the eight-yard line. Here's Kopaz. They give to Larson. Ryan Larson, their leading rusher. Down inside the five to about the two or three-yard line. See exactly what they call it. Two, so it's second and goal on the two-yard line. Copaz will hand off to Larson, and he runs into the end zone off the left side, and the Panthers are on the scoreboard. 13-6 to six now, a 10-and-a-half left to play in this second quarter. Wow, what a drive by the Panthers, because remember, they started this one with the nose of the football on the goal line, aided by that personal foul penalty, but still very, very impressive. A 99-yard drive. And they will attempt the extra point. That's Jackson Pettit, the sophomore kicker. It's up in the air, and it is through the uprights. And so that brings them within six uh, because, remember, Little Shoe missed their first extra point. But with ten and a half remaining here in this first half, we'll go ahead and keep it here and do a little game reset for you. After a two-yard touchdown run by Larson, capping off the 99-yard drive, it's 13-7. to seven. Little Shoe still with the advantage, scoring both of theirs off of turnovers. But, boy, that is, boy, talk about momentum and a heartbreaker there for the Mustangs after the defense had come up so big on the first several possessions, allowing the 99-yarder. Again, there's that big uh, penalty late in the drive, but still very impressive. And that one spanned several minutes, too. They took a couple minutes off of the clock. It reads with 10.30 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard at 13-7. Mustangs on top of the Panthers. Winner will move on to play next Thursday night in Madison Camp, Randall Stadium, against either Lakeside Lutheran or Racine St. Catharines. They're playing right now Waukesha North. We're playing here in Stanley Boyd High School, Stanley, Wisconsin. The run-up and the kick, and it is a good one. My gosh, he almost hit the goal post with that one. Win eight it at his back. You don't see that too often in high school football, but, boy, was that a boomer. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, my. So, a little shoot. We'll get the football back after the touchback. Nothing they could do about that. Yeah, the wind is really whipping. That's a big story here, too. Wind going right to left. Mustangs going left to right now as we look at it. And Miller will jump it to the shotgun. He's got 
Van Dersen behind him. And a gift to him going left side, and he's tripped up. Oh, man, boy, if that defender doesn't get to him, that would have been a big-time pickup for Van Dersen. Instead, it's just a couple of yards as the snow once again begins to blow. I could hardly see that play. It's, it's not really snowing too much right now. In fact, I don't even think it is. It's, it's mainly just this blowing snow. Boy, this wind is just really whipping. Four-yard pickup by Isaac. Brings up second down and four on their own. Or second down and six on their own, 24. And once again on the right side, working the line. That's going to be Schumacher. And Bryce might have got back to the original, or back to the line of scrimmage. And they give him one, so it's going to be third and five on the 25. But 9.35 remaining. Here comes a big third down. Got to convert here, otherwise the Panthers really have some momentum flowing their way. Miller will drop back into the shotgun. Setting up the play, two receivers to the left. Dropping back to pass. Getting under pressure, and he's got to throw it away. He was looking here on the near sideline for Jacob Lilge, but the pressure was on, and he was hit hard again. Well, he, he he's dropped back a couple of times here this evening, and twice he has now just been smashed. He is running off, which is a good sign. But, boy, in this weather, that's got, that's got to sting just a little extra. Okay, a lot extra when you get hit. When you get hit at all in football, it stings, let alone when the wind is whipping at about 30 miles an hour out there in, like, 10-degree weather. A punt into the wind. That's a pretty good one considering. Takes a Mustang roll across midfield. That'll be down at the 44-yard line. On the left hash here, the near sideline. And the Panthers will take over. Momentum definitely swinging their way after that 99-yard drive. Brings them within six. It's 13-7 with 9.06 remaining in this first quarter on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Glad to be along with you on this, I'll call it a beautiful Friday evening here in central, west central Wisconsin, I guess. And here is the handoff once again to Larson. He was hit once right at the line of scrimmage, kept those feet rolling, and was able to pick up a couple more. It looked like Van Dersen might have been right there to uh, hit him first, but he did not go down, kept the legs going, and gained four, second and six. Clock rolling with 8.45 left in this first half. Copaz up under center once again. Eye in the backfield. Here is the option. He will keep it himself, diving forward across midfield into Mustangs territory at about the 49-yard line. Gained a couple. It's going to be third down and short for the Panthers. That was something that Coach Richkowski talked about in our pregame interview as one of the keys to the game. you, you got to be able to stop that option as the wind just blew over the the Little Shoot Ladder, one of their uh, mascots, if you will, this year, and it just got blown over here on the sideline. Here's the give to Larson, lowers his shoulder, still on his feet. He is on his way into the touchdown. 48-yarder to tie the ball game. Ryan Larson ties it at 13 with 7.51 remaining 
in this first half. Oh my. He was hit a couple times once again, but that's what he does. Averages over 104 per game. He just got 48 on that one. And we are tied up with a chance of the Panthers to take the lead for the first time if they can hit this extra point. Jackson Pettit, lines are down. Here's the snap. And it is up, it is good. First time tonight, the Panthers take the lead with 7.51 remaining in this first half. The momentum definitely swinging towards St. Croix Central. Papa Murphy's new score, 14-13. Panthers on top of the Mustangs. Back after this on the score. Well, we expected it to be a ground game, and we expected to call out Ryan Larson's name a lot. Ten. Well, we have, especially here in this second quarter. He's got both of the touchdowns for St. Croix Central, and they take the lead for the first time. That missed extra point coming back to haunt them at the time. There's still a lot of football to play. We're only 7.51 left to play, and we've already seen four touchdowns in this game, two by each team. What a game in this level four, division four state semifinal action. The other game, 7-0 Kimberly as they wrap up the first half. Vondelak is threatening right now. Ball blows off of the tee here. I mean, this wind to go along with the, the snow that is on the ground, the, the flag, it is just, it's unbelievable. They're going to have to hold it. Otherwise, that thing would have blown right off again. Nobody has picked up the, the ladder here. Somebody needs to tell them that the ladder blew over. This time, even with the wind at his back, that has popped up into the air and taken at about the 35-yard line. Taken by the Mustangs, and they will be downed right there, and they'll take over with 7.49 remaining. Yeah, it is kind of different whenever you've got it, when you don't kick it off of the team. Because usually that guy, <laughs> we saw what happened on his last kickoff. He almost hit the goalpost. So way different when you've got someone with their finger on it. Looks like he might have let go of it, maybe just a little early. All right, first and 10 for the Mustangs on their own 35-yard line. Now facing for the first time down in this contest. From the shotgun, here's Miller. There's a guy going in motion. And the hand up, handoff up the middle is Van Derzen. Dives across the middle. Gained a couple. Be second down. And they're going to give him. They're going to give him three. Second and seven. On the 38-yard line. They'll break the huddle. Again, that snow is just. It's kind of hard to see the play sometimes because it's blowing so hard. In motion. Instead, he once again gives to Isaac and the spin move, but, boy, he is wrapped up by two Panthers right there at the line of scrimmage. He was hit hard. And on the stop, Peyton Nogle, 6'2", 190-pound senior. And they actually gave him a couple of yards. That's very generous. Must have been forward progress. As the football starts to blow away from the line of scrimmage. Wow. You don't see that too often. On their own 40-yard line, third down and five for the Mustangs in shotgun. 
Miller starts to roll. It's a screen play, and it falls in front of the intended receiver, which was Van Derzen. If he, if he would have caught it, he did have some blockers out in front of him. Instead, just a little short pass with that pressure coming, and it's going to bring up a fourth down and five for the Mustangs. It was a good play call if he has it, but throwing it into the wind, that definitely was a factor on that play. Usually it's not on a screen play, but I am telling you, I haven't seen wins like this in a, in a high school football game in a long time. And with it being this cold as well, and the snowy field, and to the win, that one going, that won't even reach midfield. We'll see where, oh, they do mark it just across at the 49-yard line, but uh, only about a, maybe a 12-yard punt, maybe into this wind. You can see why, and, of course, with the cold conditions. They'll mark it on the 49. They better keep a hand on it, otherwise the football is going to blow away. 6.28 left in this first quarter. St. Croix Central on top on the Papa Murphy School Board, 14-13, and they control the football on their own 49-yard line, first and 10. Copaz will keep it himself on the option, and he is, that one is snuffed out right away by Little Shoot. Mustangs take him down. That was not a good decision to keep it. And a big fella right up front, Nate Van Linkvelt, 6'3", 285-pound senior. He was not faked out at all. They'll put it right back at the line of scrimmage, but that's one of those option plays where it's a, well, it's a quarterback's option. You either toss it out or you keep it yourself. He had somebody he could have tossed it to, but he kept it himself, and he was hit hard. So second down and 10 on the 49-yard line. Copaz under center. Again, the option. Oh, play action. This time he'll drop back to pass. It's up in the air. A wobbly tipped around pass. That was up for grabs. The tip play incomplete. It'll be third down and 10. That's a very dangerous pass, especially with the wind at your back. That thing was a lame duck up for grabs. And the Panthers very lucky that one was not intercepted. Good coverage by the Mustangs. Clock will stop with 5.46 left to play in this first half on your Papa Murphy scoreboard, 14-13. Third down and 10 on their own, 49-yard line. Copaz under center once again, has a guy in motion, fakes the toss to him. He'll give it to Berg, trying to get some kind of yardage, and he doesn't. Again, stuffed right there at the line of scrimmage. We'll see who's coming up off at the bottom of the pile. Again, is that big 74? I believe it is. Nate Van Lankvelt getting the taps on the helmet as he came up big two plays on that series, and they come up with nothing. It's a three and out after the good field position on the short punt, and they can't come up with anything, and they are forced to punt. Three and out. Here is the snap. It's a good one, and then again, the wind behind him. It's a good punt. It's going to roll out of bounds uh, about the five, six-yard line maybe. At any rate, inside the 10. Again, you can't really see the yard markers because the snow-covered field on this astral or the, uh, the turf, the astral turf, was this the 80s? On the turf. <laughs> and with 5.04 remaining in this first half, the Mustangs will take over. See here exactly on the. Are you going to mark it on the 10? All right, first and. No, on the 7. First and 10 on the 7. 
Down by a point. Plenty of time here in this first half. 5.04 left. Miller takes the snap, the handoff. The fullback right up the middle. And that is given to Schumacher. It was hard to see exactly who he gave it to. But that was Bryce. Gained a couple. It'll be second down. Just gaining some uh, breathing room. This clock continues to run. Second down and seven. I'll mark it right at the 10-yard line, I believe. And Miller again in the shotgun. Takes the snap. And again, believe that was Bryce again. Indeed it was. Bryce taking the handoff, going right up the middle. And again, no breathing room that time. They may have, uh, no, they didn't. Yeah, they did give him one. Okay, third and six now. On about the 11-yard line, four minutes left to play in this first half. I'll put Van Dersen back in the backfield. No, it's still Bryce. Back to pass, though, is Miller. Oh, almost intercepted, tipped around, and not able to come down with it. Lilge was right there, but, oh, boy, he's lucky. That one was not intercepted. Great coverage on the far sideline by Kopaz, and it falls, and a big-time break there for the Mustangs. Even though it is fourth down and long, if he catches that, that is the easiest six points that the Panthers will ever have. But, again, these cold conditions, I can't express that enough. This is mm. so at 3.51, the clock stops fourth and long. They'll have to punt it from their own end zone, and the Flag on the play, false start on the Mustangs to back him up even further. Now, Schmitz is going to have to punt this one from basically right underneath the goalpost. Fourth down and 10 now. And... Zachary trying to get him to go offside, but nope, it was a low snap, and that one, uh, nice job just getting it out of there. Again, into this strong wind, and Larson's going to pick it up. Nobody was expecting that. He did, and he got an extra five yards. He picked it up at the 30. Nobody was there, and the whistle was not blown yet. That's still a live ball. He picks it up and gets an extra five. Heads up play by Ryan Larson. Getting it done on special teams now as well. He scored both of their touchdowns in the field. Or on offense, I should say. Now on special teams, he gets it done too. It's a great all-around player for Ryan Larson. So the Panthers will start on the Mustangs 27, first and 10. Copaz under center, eye in the backfield. The option, and he will hand it off to Larson. Ball is loose once again. Did little shoot jump on top of it again? They do for the third time in the ball game. The Mustangs force a turnover on a fumble, and they jump on it. Big time break as the Panthers had all the momentum in this second quarter. And with 340 left to play in the first half, Little shoot able to get the football back. They'll mark it right at the 35-yard line. I didn't see exactly who jumped on it, but 
It'll be first and 10 on the 35-yard line. 340-14-13, St. Croix Central on top. A little shoot on our Papa Murphy scoreboard, that one-point difference. Uh, missed extra point on the first touchdown for little shoot. They give up the middle to Van Derzen, and he has stopped right away. Isaac went, mm, are they going to give him a yard? Just across the 35, so we'll call it no gain. Second down and 10. And clock continues to run. Looks like the wind is <laughs> still, it's, it's not as bad as it was about 15 minutes ago, but it is still whipping. Here's Miller, shotgun dropping back to pass, and again had a receiver dropping it, and I believe that again is Lilge. Jacob Lilge had to go off of his hand out of the right flat. And again, I want to say that was definitely weather-aided because that's a pass that Jacob catches if, you know, nine times out of ten. He, he, he catches that football. So that will bring up a third down and ten. Just over the 25-yard line, trying to take advantage of another turnover by the Panthers, but they're going to have to do it here. Instead, a timeout is going to be called by St. Croix Central. 3.04 left to play here in this second quarter. We'll go ahead and take a short timeout with them, come back and recap things on your Papa Murphy scoreboard at Reed St. Croix Central 14 and Little Shoot 13 here on the score. Back here at Stanley Boyd High School in Stanley, Wisconsin, I am Joey D. Here on WSCO Appleton as we approach the top of the hour. 14-13. Mustangs down by a point and facing a third down and 10 on their own 25-yard line. Dropping back to passes Miller. Here's a screen pass, and that was right there. All The Panthers were all over that one. They were expecting that one as they called that one, I'm sure, in the timeout is Isaac was hit really hard as soon as he got that football. They're going to lose some yardage, and St. Croix Central is going to take another time out here to preserve this uh, time on the clock because they are going to have excellent field position here with 2.51 remaining as the snow again starts to fall and blow. We'll recap things here for you. 2.51 left to play in this first half. First quarter was all little shoot. This Second quarter has been all St. Croix Central. After the missed extra point on the first touchdown, which was by Schumacher, that made it 6-0. Schumacher then caught a 23-yard uh, touchdown pass to make it 13-0. But then a couple of touchdown runs by Larson, two-yarder and a 48-yarder in this quarter, and the extra points were good. And that's where we sit at 14-13, and Zachary Schmidt is... And I have to punt it as he trying to kick away some of the snow to get a little bit better footing. But he's going to have to punt it away from about his own, is it uh, between the 5 and 10-yard line on fourth and long. It's a good snap into the wind. Uh, again, that's a pretty good punt considering it rolls up to near midfield, about the 45-yard line. It'll roll out of bounds on the St. Croix Central sideline on the far side of the field and again good field position here for the Panthers they've both 
teams have had the football quite a bit here in this first half with 2.43 left. 14-13, the other game, by the way, has reached half. The other game being Fond du Lac and Kimberly. They are tied at seven. They got a good one going there in that rematch. Winners will play in Madison next week. First and 10 for the Panthers on the 45 of Little Shoot. Kopaz will keep it himself and shreds defenders left and right, coming towards the near sideline. Finally pushed out of bounds, but he got the first down and plenty more inside the 30, down about the 27-yard line. It'll be first and 10 there. Kopaz doing his thing, getting some good blocks up front, showing his speed. Kind of uh, surprising here on this turf that is covered with snow. And the wind blowing. It looked like he had pretty good traction there. They mark it on the 27 first down and 10. Split backfield. This time they will hand it off to Keegan Berg. Works the right tackle. Gaining a few. And tackle by, uh, looks like, uh, again, Van Lankfeld was in on it. Coming out is Max Wallersheim. I hope he's okay. He's kind of bending over a little bit. Looks like he'll be fine. Gain of four, second down and six. What about the 23-yard line? Here's the toss out on the option. Berg has it. Makes a little juke move. Now makes it upfield. And did he get enough for the first? I think he's going to be just short. So here comes a big play. Third and short with... Under two minutes left to play here in this first half. They'll put it on about the 23-yard line, third down and short. Lopez, again, the option play. And he, Larson will take it this time, and he does have the first down. Oh, boy. They just keep on marching it on the ground. They'll work it left, they'll work it right. And a clock can... We'll start here at 139, 14-13. St. Croix Central trying to add to their lead. Here's Copez again. Wrapped up, though, right there near the line of scrimmage on that option play. Taken down by Thomas Majewski. And he's wrapped up with well, maybe about a yard gain or so. Second down and nine, a minute 15 and running. Wind at their back. They still do have a timeout left if they need it. Here's Copez dropping back. He will take it himself, running right side. He's got a couple of blockers, runs into his blocker, though, and is taken down. He did gain a couple, but ran into his own player. The clock will continue to run with under a minute left to play. Like I said, they still do have a timeout. And it's going to be third down and about seven on the 12-yard line. They break the huddle quickly, 40 seconds and counting. Lopez, and they get little shoot to jump. We got a flag. I think that is going to be on the Mustangs. A key situation, can't be giving any yardage to them at all. That's another thing that Coach Richkowski was talking about in our pregame interview. Don't give them any free field position like they just did. But that's what you do. You do the hard count is what it's called. And drew, drew basically the whole line jumping on that one as they were in the hurry up. So third down and three. Mark it on about the five-yard line. Here's Copez under center. 
On the option, he'll keep it himself and running left side, diving forward. It's going to be near a first down inside the five. They'll stop the clock for a measurement. Either a measurement or a first down. I think they're going to want to. Nope, we got a timeout called. All right. So they'll take their last timeout. I thought maybe they were stopping it, but uh, was not close enough. So we'll reset things here on your Papa Murphy scoreboard. 14 seconds left. They're going to put it on, uh, what, about the five-yard line. It's going to be third or fourth down. It's going to be fourth and three on the five. That's what it's going to be. The yard marker is only saying third. But 14 seconds left to play. It's 14-13. The Panthers on top of the Mustangs. Try to punch it in again. And, yes, they will do the measurement. I knew it was close enough. And fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just short. So it will be fourth down and very short. I was wondering about that. Things are (laughs) with this weather. Everybody kind of in a tussle down there on the field. So they're going to go for it, obviously. Fourth down and short. On the three-yard line, Copaz under center. Start the clock, and the handoff to Larson again up the middle, and he keeps it going, and he's in for a Panthers touchdown. And they take a 20-13 lead with 11 seconds left to play in this first half. Oh, my. Third time in this quarter that Larson... He goes into the end zone, this time a three-yard run. And, boy, you talk about the momentum swing in this game. We'll see what happens here as far as the extra point. The snap is high, but he gets it down, and the kick is good. So with 11 seconds left to play in this first half, on the Papa Murphy scoreboard, new score. It's St. Croix Central 21 and a little shoot 13. Keep it here and take you right on up to halftime. And coming up at the half, we'll uh, send it back to the Fast Signs studio where our friend Zach M or Zach Z, however he wants to go today. Zach will uh, take you through our halftime back at the Fast Signs studio, getting you all kinds of updates, including our other game, Kimberly and Fond du Lac. That's over on WHBY. I want to welcome those who may be listening and tuned over from halftime there. Winner here goes on to play either Lakeside Lutheran or Racine St. Catharines. They are at the half. Lakeside Lutheran leading 14-6. to six. And that'll be Thursday night at 7 at Camp Randall Stadium. Hopefully we'll bring it to you with the Little Shoot Mustangs. But they're going to have to dig out of a hole. 21 straight points coming in this quarter by St. Croix Central. And again, we'll uh, see if, it, if the ball is going to stay on the tee or not. If it stays on the tee, look out. This one's going to go flying again because the wind at his back has kind of shifted a little bit, but not much. It's in the air, and this is a good one once again. And that one's going to bounce into the end zone easily. Not quite as far, but still, he kicked it all the way into the end zone without a bounce. I mean, he's got a good leg, but, man, that <laughs> – That wind definitely helping out. You can see it on both the American flag to my right 
It is stretched out nicely. And also the flags that they put on top of the goalposts, those are really stretched out on both of the goalposts, going right to left, and that's where that kick was going. So 11 seconds left in this half. Little shoot. We'll see what happens here if they just want to go. We'll see if they run a play. Nope, they're just going to down it. Miller takes it and says that'll do it for this first half. The first quarter owned by the Mustangs as they took two turnovers in the first couple of plays of the game into the end zone. Both of them by Schumacher. And they had a 13-0 lead, and they were rolling both offensively and defensively, but you knew that this Panthers team would not stay down for long, and they did not. They scored three times all by Larson, and they head to, are they heading to a locker room over there? It looks like maybe. Head to the locker room. Why not get a little warmth? Not a little. Need a lot of warmth on a night like this here in Stanley, Wisconsin. Stanley Boyd High School is our site 21-13 is our score. So we'll take a time out here, have some halftime programming for you, get you up to date on what's going on with some of the other scores. I believe a title town report might be thrown in as well. And we'll come back and uh, give you another first half recap from Stanley Boyd High School. Our halftime score on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. It is St. Croix Central 21, Little Shoot 13. Back after this on the score. Our Settlers Bank High School game of the week is at halftime. I am Joey D. Level four of division for the winner will move on and play next Thursday night at Camp Randall. That is what everybody is aiming for this weekend. We will know this time in, uh, well, about an hour and a half, two hours, who all will be playing next weekend. Stay tuned. We've got football Friday night coming up. I believe it's the last edition of Football Friday Night of the year because of the uh, state championships next weekend. So this will be it tonight, and they will wrap up everything around the state of Wisconsin and see who will be squaring off. Here it is, 21-13 at the half after a 13-point first quarter off of a couple of turnovers by St. Croix Central. And something very rare happening in that first half as uh, they – Fumbled it three times and gave it away three times. That's as many times they had all season long. They'd only had three forced fumbles, and Little Shoe did that in that first half alone. Two of them leading to touchdowns. They got all 13 points off of turnovers, including a one-yard touchdown run by Schumacher, just um, not even a minute and a half into the game. And it was 6-0 Little Shoe. Then with 8.20 left to play in that first quarter, a 23-yard Schumacher catch. There was a beauty after Miller just got absolutely nailed. But Schumacher hauled it in and ran it in, put him up 13-0 because that first touchdown, there was a missed extra point. That's why it's 13. But then back came the Panthers as uh, they scored three times in that third quarter, or second quarter, including what really was a game-changer and what we'll look back on if it stays this tight, a 99-yard drive by the Panthers that uh, put them on the scoreboard for the first time, 13-7 to after a two-yard run by Larson. Capped that one off. That was with 10.5 left to play. Then with 7.51 left, a 48-yard run by Larson. And the extra point good. That put them up 14-13, the first lead for the Panthers. Then right at the end of that first half, just 11 seconds left, 
a three-yard run by Larson, capping off a, a short drive. That was the story of that second quarter. A lot of short drives because, well, that little shoot was going into this wind that uh, I don't have a wind gauge, but I'm telling you, it, it has been sustained at at least 20 to 30 mile an hour at least. Uh, whipping up the snow that fell right before the game. There was a big snow squall that came through, and we could not see the field. We still can't see most of it. Some of the numbers have been wiped off. Um, you can see, kind of still see the big S and B out at midfield, the big orange and black SB standing for Stanley Boyd. That's where we are, Stanley Boyd High School. But the field is still, I'd say, at least 85 90% covered in snow. You can't even read you could start to make out the lettering in both of the end zones, but you still can't read it at all. It's just all white. And that has been a big story. It has affected it as far as some of the punting and the kicks. We saw one of the kickoffs almost go through the goalpost. That's how, with the wind behind you, what this can do. But, uh, again, the winner will move on to play next week uh, against either Lakeside Lutheran or Racine St. Catherine uh, in championship weekend. That'll get things going. All right, so we're about ready to get going here as it will be this time going into the wind left to right as they switch sides. It's a, a ground ball taken at about the 30-yard line and about a five-yard, seven-yard run back finally taken down. And Little Shoot will have the football for the first time here because St. Croix Central did something that I was told that they hardly ever do, and that is actually take the football first. They won the coin toss, and... They took the football first and, of course, fumbled it right away. So something very rare. They give the football to the opponent to start half number two. So Little Shoot will take it at their own 38-yard line down 21-13. Miller in the shotgun formation. And Durzen goes in motion to the near side. Strong cadence, and he finally takes it, dropping back to pass, looking right, has a man over the middle, jumping up and grabbing the catch. Adam Hippus has it, and he's taken down at the 33-yard line. What a catch by Adam Hippus. Six-foot one, 190-pound senior, jumping up and grabbing that one. Great patience. He got a great block up front by the lineman. All kinds of time for Miller to throw it. Found his target in a big gain. And Little Shoot's on the march to open this second half. First and 10 now on the Panthers' 33-yard line. And again, he's got Hippus here to the near side. Shotgun formation. Lots of time once again. Steps up into the pocket. He's rushed and he's taken down. Good coverage in the secondary by the Panthers. Nobody was open. And he had to eat that one. He loses at least six on that one, or only five. Second down and a long 15 here. Yeah, there's nothing he could do. Again, he had good protection up front, but got to give credit to that Panther secondary. Second down and very long. Just underway here in this third quarter on the 39-yard line. Again, shotgun. Back to pass again. Miller going to the air here in this second half. He's got his man here in the flat. That is Van Derzen. He trips and falls. Tripped up there by Bird. But, man, Van Derzen right now pumping his fist four or five times. He knew if he could just get around Berg. And he did, but then he slipped and fell. This turf, 
has played a difference in this contest, which it, it's kind of unfortunate. You're, you're down to this situation. This is for all the marbles, to get to all the marbles. And they have to play in this condition. But, hey, both sides have to, so that's the fight on the other side. But it's just eh, kind of unfortunate. So clock runs here. Two minutes into this third quarter. Miller again back to pass. Looking left side, firing, and he's got his man. It's complete to Lilge. And he'll roll across the 20, and that's going to be good for a first down. Again, great patience in the pocket. Good coverage up front, and Lilge's got the first down. Coming out of the contest was uh, Huss, and now they'll get into the huddle. Just under 10 minutes left on the drive here, right at the 20-yard line. First and 10, they shift the formation to the right side. Shotgun taken. First handoff, and that goes to Van Derzen. And he's still on his feet, but the whistle had already blown, so stopping his progress. Larson wrapped him up. Nice job not going down, though. And he gains three, second down and seven. Ball should be on about the 17-yard line. Uh, only gave him two. All right. Second and eight on the 18. Two and a half minutes into the second half. Mustangs on the drive with their first possession. Van Dersen in the backfield along with Miller. He'll drop back to pass. Gets a nice block. Looking right side. He had it tipped and caught over there by Lilge. What a job staying with it. Jacob jumping up and grabbing that one after it was tipped by the defender. And Lilge hauled it in inside the 10-yard line. It's going to be first and goal for the Mustangs. That's the old tip drill that you practice. And it's first and goal. They're going to mark it right at about the five-yard line. With 8.50 and counting. First drive of this second half. Trying to get on the scoreboard. And get the momentum back. Shotgun again. Here's the handoff. Isaac running right into a wall of blue. And that's going to be gain of, well, I'm going to give him one. It was actually Schumacher in on that one. So it's second down and goal on the four-yard line. Schumacher again will be the running back. Right behind Miller, who decides to go up under center this time. A hard count, doesn't get him to jump. Hand off, Schumacher, left side. has got a little bit of a hole, diving across the goal line. Did he get it? And he did! The late signal by the officials. Schumacher is in for the third time tonight. And they are one point away, or two points away from tying this one up. It is 21-19. left to play in this third quarter, and they march downfield in less than four minutes. And a chance here to tie this up with a two-point conversion thanks to the missed extra point on the first touchdown. They're forced to do this. Well, they're not forced to, but that might as well. Here we go, extra point. Schumacher in the backfield. Miller instead drops back to pass. He tucks it himself, and he is wrapped up. Cannot get rid of it and taken down right at the goal line. The two-point conversion is no good. And so 
We will stay at a two-point contest with 8.02 remaining, but Little Shoot strikes first here in this third quarter. On the Papa Murphy scoreboard, it is St. Croix Central 21, Little Shoot 19. Back after this on the score. Little Shoot strikes first here on your Papa Murphy scoreboard in the third quarter. 8.02 left, 21-19. The mix missed two-point conversion, but the third touchdown run by Schumacher, this time a four-yarder. Makes it 21-19, and now Little Shoot will be kicking with the wind to their back, and they've got to have someone come up and put a finger on it. And we'll see how this affects Schmitz. He's got it to his back. If he can keep the finger on it, and he does. It's a, a decent one. Hits down at about the 15-yard line, but it will be fielded there and taking it out across the 20 to the 25, and a... Is that a flag that came flying in there near the end? Looked like a late flag. Yep, indeed it is. But the wind blowing that snow around again, kind of hard to see, and a block in the back going to be called on the Panthers on the run back. So penalty called on them. And for the first time in this half, the <clears throat> Panthers will have it. Excuse me. That's exactly where they marked this. So they are still marching inside the 20, inside the 15. Looks like about the 14 if I'm seeing the yard line right. It's tough to see. You cannot, <laughs> I mean, it's just covered in snow as it's just been blowing around. The snow's not coming down very hard, but it's the snow that's already on the ground that is making it hard to see. All right, first and 10 on their own 14-yard line. And off and running is Larson. He tossed it out to him. There he goes across midfield. The 40, the 30, the 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, St. Croix Central for the fourth time tonight. Ryan Larson, and they strike right back. And they're up 27-19. 86 yards for Larson, the first play after the momentum. It swung back towards Little Shoot. An 86-yarder by Larson, his fourth one. He had a 48-yarder earlier as well to go along with a two and a three-yarder. And this kid is special. Boy, you get him out in the open, and he is off and running. Just like that in 20 seconds time. The Panthers strike back and retake that bigger lead. I have to kick this one into the wind. We'll see if that affects this extra point. It is up and it is no good. Look like it might have been tapped at the line, but also this wind playing havoc. No good. 7.42 left in quarter number three. It is St. Croix Central 27 and Little Shoot 19 on our Papa Murphy scoreboard. Back after this on the score. Well, Ryan Larson came into this game on the season with averaging over 100 yards rushing, 104, and 27 touchdowns on the ground. Just right there, an 86-yarder to go with that 48-yarder. So he topped his... Average with just those two runs, and he's got four scores. And luckily, though, for a little shoot, caught a little break with the missed extra point, so it still stays a one-possession game. Here's a little roller and downed 
at the 30, looks like about the 32-yard line for the Mustangs. And they'll come out for the second time in this half, trying to answer it. But, yeah, it, that remains, if my Indiana math is correct, only an eight-point game, so it is still just a one-possession game. After the missed two-point conversion by Little Shoot and then the missed extra point. So each team with extra point misses. First and ten for the Mustangs on their own. 30, they'll mark it officially 31-yard line. 7.41 left in this third quarter. Miller takes the snap. Hand off to Van Derzen. And Isaac. No, it's going to be Schumacher. They've been going back and forth between those two. Again, kind of hard to see, too, with the blowing snow. This is, this is really something else. You look up into the lights. I mean, it is a snow globe is what it is. Lights, by the way, went off unexpectedly about an hour before the game. They just went off, and it was totally pitch black. They got him to come back on and playing football. And here is the handoff to Schumacher again. And he'll make his way straight up the middle. And now we've got, uh, looks like an injured Mustangs player down. Getting up slowly. He is on his feet, but limping off. See if we can get a number there. Says he's okay, but uh, he's probably going to have to come out of this contest. Is that Wallersheim? Max Wallersheim. The 6'3", 250-pound senior lineman. He's made a couple of big plays in this one. Favoring his left side, it looks like. Limping off. With a little bit of assistance, but it looks like he should be all right. Again, any extra hit in this one, whew, it is going to sting even more. Yeah, he's favoring that left taped-up ankle as he sits down just to my right. As the Mustang is now going right to left. We turf here at Stanley Boyd High School. Clock starts once again after the injury timeout. 6.35 in this third quarter. 27-19, St. Croix Central, but... Mustangs with the football. Third down, dropping back to passes. Miller, he's got his guy, and reaching across, just getting the first down. And that, once again, is to Lilge. Jacob with another first down for Little Shoot, and a third down conversion, a big-time conversion. And again, through the air. We've seen a lot more passing than some people might have thought, especially with this wind. He's got the wind at his back this time. First and 10, ball marked on the 43-yard line, we think. <laughs> Shotgun again for Miller. That's plenty of time. Back to pass, heaving it to the air on the right sideline, and Lilge just did not catch that one. Oh, boy, good defense by Trevor Copez on the coverage, and Lilge could not get it. That was, uh, he put a lot of air under that one. And again, with the wind at his back. But with the incomplete pass, second down and 10. 6.05 left in this third quarter. 27-19 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Panthers on top, but it remains a one-possession game. Hippus to split to the right side. Shift in the formation to the left. Miller takes it. Again, good protection. Steps up in the pocket, left and it right side. Looking once again for Lilgi, and that one almost picked off. Threw it into double 
coverage, and Austin Copez, the quarterback, he also plays pretty good defense and almost had a takeaway. That was a dangerous, dangerous pass. And the Mustangs lucky that one falling in and out of the hands of Copez. It'll make it third down and 10. With three, uh, 5.58 left, clock stops. On their own 43-yard line. We'll see if they can come up with a second straight third down conversion. Coming here to the near side. State Huss. Hippas out to the right side. Miller looking at his wrists saying, what do we want to look, what do we want to run here? Looking over at the sideline, a little confusion. And uh, Coach Richkowski wants to talk it over. Lots of confusion. So timeout taken by Little Shoot with 5.58 left to play in this third quarter. We'll stay here and uh, recap things for you. As Little Shoot came out firing to open up this third quarter. Ate up about four minutes off of the clock and scored on their first possession. The third time tonight that Schumacher got into the end zone on a four-yard run. That brought him to within two, but they were unable to convert the two-point conversion, so it stayed 21-19. But then the very next play from their own 14-yard line, guess what? They hand the ball off to Larson. He finds just a little crease. That's all he needed, and he was off and running. The speed from Larson, an 86-yarder officially, and that was made at 27-19, and then they missed their extra point into the wind. So that's where we sit, 27-19. Panthers on top. Looking at these rosters, 13 seniors for the Panthers. 20 juniors, 19 sophomores, just one freshman on the roster for the Panthers as opposed to 23 freshmen listed for the Mustangs. How about that? And 19 seniors, 7 juniors, 18 sophomores. After the timeout, third down, a big-time third-down play here. Dropping back to passes Miller, looking left. Now he has to step up in the pocket, and he's sacked. Right at the 40-yard line. Walked right into the hands of Garrett Heinrichsen. Six-foot-two, 220-pound senior. One of the only guys, well, there's a couple guys, I guess, not wearing any sleeves out there. Stepped right into him. Fourth down, and, well, they say he lost two, so he gained more there. Even though he lost yardage, it could have been a lot worse. Fourth and 12 on their own 41, and they're going to go for it. Miller takes the snap, and instead he does boot it into the air. With that wind, that thing just keeps on going. Look at that. It bounces inside the 20, and did it hit the pylon, or did it go out of bounds at the 1? It did. It went out of bounds at the 1. Unbelievable. The ball just kept bouncing and bouncing and curving towards the sideline and went out of bounds right at the one. It, it, the pylon was already over, knocked over with the, the wind, so I couldn't tell if it hit the pylon or not. And it didn't, apparently. The referee over there and saying, nope, right there on the one. What a beauty. Officially, what do we say? About a 56 yard punt. <laughs> Even though it bounced at about the 20, 25. Again, this turf and the, the snow on the turf. Helping out there. So, again, for the second time tonight, they start deep at the one-yard line. They scored on the other 99-yarder. 
So first and 10 on the one. Copez will hand it off to Larson, I believe. Yep, that was Larson again. Getting a little bit of breathing room. Might have gained about four. Second down and six. Again, we saw this earlier in that second quarter when they marched to 99 yards for the score. Hopefully the Mustangs can keep that from happening again. Copaz under center. Second down and six on the five-yard line. This time hands it off to Larson once again. And with the snow blowing everywhere, I'm going to see if we can catch a number on that. He does have enough for a first down, though. Gains seven on the play. First and ten. Out to the 15. I think is where they're going to place the football. 420 and counting here in the third quarter. Papa Murphy scoreboard 27-19. Panthers on top. And with the football, trying again to get out from deep in their own territory. Paz again, the handoff to Larson. Diving across for about a one-yard pickup. Stopped by Jacob Fritsch, 6'2", 250-pound senior lineman. Second down and eight. So they gave him two on that one. They'll mark it on the 12-yard line. Copez, three running backs behind him. Who's he going to give it to her? He was hit right away and knocked backwards. Whoever he did give it to, let's see who comes up off the bottom of the pile. That looked like some uh, miscommunication. And he was hit right away. And might have even lost a yard. No, they're going to... Say no game. So third and eight on the 17-yard line as the clock reaches the three-minute mark here in this third quarter. I know I said 12 while I go, but again, you really can't. You cannot see the yard markers. Just kind of going what the scoreboard has every now and then and then going from what my naked eye can see. Third down and long for the Panthers. Pass takes it. Dropping back to pass, looking near sideline. One-on-one out there, going up to jump ball, and it is incomplete. Nice coverage by Van Dersen. He was looking at Steinmetz. It was one-on-one coverage, and that one was won by Isaac. Incomplete, it'll be fourth down and long, and Panthers forced to punt. And the Mustangs will have what should be great field position because they're kicking into this wild wind. Going left to right. Try and take advantage of this. 2.42, the clock stops. He's going to kick from his own five-yard line. It's a high snap, but all things considered, that looks pretty good. A fair catch at the 46-yard line, so unable to return it was Lilge. And decent field position here for the Mustangs as they come back out. Down by only one score. 237 left on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. 27-19. And Mustangs with it in Panthers territory. They'll break the huddle. Hippus out to the right side. 
And Durzen, the fake to him, play action. He'll run it to the right side. Miller has to get rid of it and throws it at the knees. Did he make the catch? And did he? Mitch Van Gompel. And, yeah, he did catch it. Nice job, Mitch. Two-yard gain even. Sliding across the field. I thought it may have hit the turf, but the referee was right there and then gave it to him. Thing is, clock continues to run here, too. So we approach the two-minute warning of quarter number three. Gain of two, second down and eight on the 44-yard line. The give to Van and jumping over the line across the 40, and they'll mark it right at the 40. So gain of four. It'll be a third down and roughly four here right at the 40-yard line. Mustangs down by just one score, trying to claw back into this one after they had the early lead. They had a 13-0 lead at one point. At 21 straight points. Here's the handoff once again, and he is nailed right away. Getting up slowly was Isaac. And Van Dersen looks like he's going to be okay, but, boy, the defensive pressure. There were two blue jerseys right there to wrap him up. A very, very short gain. It's going to be fourth down. Fourth and four. Approaching 60 seconds left to play in this third quarter. Or third quarter. They're going to go for it. Fourth and four. On the 40-yard line. Dropping back to passes. Miller looking down the right side. He's got a guy inside the five. It was caught and then dropped. But are they going to say he kept a hold of it? They are. Adam Hipp is with the catch. The referee has it right there. He came down with it. The ball came loose in between two defenders. What a catch by Hippus. And now they're going to talk things over. The referees are. The Panthers are saying incomplete. Hippus is saying, hey, I caught it, came down. I was tackled and then lost the football. It is inside the five down at about the one. This is a big-time play here on fourth down. And if it was a fumble, it did roll out of the end zone. All of the referees conferring right at the one-yard line. The referee initially said, you're down right here. And where are they going to mark it? It's right at the one. A 39-yard pass on fourth down. And the Mustangs will have it knocking on the doorstep. As we wind down this third quarter. Wow. What a throw. What a catch by Adam Hippus. It'll be first and goal on the one. He's got Schumacher behind him. Miller up under center once again. Here's the snap to give. Schumacher works to the left side. Diving across the end zone. Touchdown, Mustangs. A one-yard touchdown run by Bryce Schumacher. And Schumacher's in the end zone for the fourth time. 31 seconds left. And again, a two-point game here. A chance to tie it up. 31 seconds. And again, the key play on fourth down, a 39-yard pass. Now we'll call it controversial pass. As 
Yippus came down with it, and then the ball came loose, but they said it was a catch. Next play, touchdown. Now they got to go for two to tie it up. Second time they've done this, and a timeout is called by the Mustangs. We will keep it here and try and recap you here. 31 seconds left. Fourth time tonight. So both teams have scored four times. And both teams have one player that has scored all four. It's been a Ryan Larson show for St. Croix Central. Bryce Schumacher on a one-yard plunge by Schumacher with 31 seconds left in this third quarter. And now they got to talk things over here and make sure that they got the right play because they tried this earlier to tie it up, and they missed it. And then St. Croix Central scored on the next play and luckily missed the extra point kicking into the wind. So very key two-point conversion upcoming for the Mustangs. I'll draw up the play, if you ask me, do something very similar to what you did, just did right there, or maybe do some play action and have Miller roll out and dive in himself. Schumacher talks it over with Miller as they break the huddle. Wide receiver to each side, Schumacher right behind Miller. Takes the snap. It's a high one. He takes it. The toss back over, and it's a flea flicker back into the end zone. Knocked away. Incomplete. He gave it to Lilge, and he looked towards the end of the end zone. A little trickery on the two-point conversion, but it falls short, so it remains a two-point game with 31 seconds left to play in this third quarter. On a Papa Murphy scoreboard, 27-25. Boy, had, <laughs> I was not expecting that, but it's almost like the Panthers were. The toss back to Lilge, and he, he, he kind of took his time because the coverage was pretty good after the Panthers realized, hey, this might be a pass play. I'm surprised on that with the way that Schumacher had been running through on these short runs all night long, and instead stays a two-point game at 27-25. Guinea scored four times here this evening. This says Larson for the Panthers. And the Mustangs will kick again with that wind at their back. We'll see if they can keep it on the tee. The wind kind of shifting back and forth, but uh, blowing pretty steady, keeping that flag unfurled just to the right out by the scoreboard here at Stanley Board High School. Schmidt, yeah, the ball stays on the tee this time. We'll see how deep he can get it. Oh, it bounces across a little onside type of try here, and the ball is loose. Did they come with it? Did it stay in bounds? That is the question. And it, uh, I'm going to probably went out of bounds. It was touched early by the Panthers. I can't tell if that was on purpose or not. He kind of kicked the top of it, so it may have been. It came to the near sideline, went off of one Panthers player, and then out of bounds. So they'll mark it at the 36-yard line. Boy, if they would have come up with that one. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I like it, though. The trickery on the extra point and then trying for the onside kick. When you got the wind at your back, people are thinking maybe you'll just try and kick it deep. But you're jeopardizing here with the good field position on their own 36-yard line and staying on his feet. And on the keeper was Austin Kopaz, brought down after 
a nice gain. It's going to be second down and about three as we wind down quarter number three here. And we will head to quarter number four on your Papa Murphy scoreboard, 27-25 St. Croix Central. Back in a minute here on the score. Back here, Stanley Boyd High School. A couple of first down pickups here for the Panthers. And the toss out on the option, finding Berg, looking for some room on the outside, and he can't find it as the Panthers marching into Mustangs territory on a couple of plays there. And that time stopped after a short game, so it's going to be second down. And about eight, just underway here in the fourth quarter. Panthers on top by 227-25, and they are on the march here. Across midfield now to about the 31-yard line. Second down and nine. And off Larson spinning his way across the left side, staying on his feet somehow, some way, and gain positive yardage again. Coming up off the bottom of the pile there, Tate Huss for the Mustangs. And on the tackle, and he's going to be close to a first down, but it's going to be third down and short on a 24-yard line. Copaz up under center once again. And the give to Berg, and he'll work to the right side, diving across. He's got first down yardage, and again, some more into the red zone. First down, a very sustained, nice-looking drive on the ground here by the Panthers. They've had an answer every time the Mustangs have tried to claw back into it here in the last uh, about two and a half quarters. The momentum swinging back and forth between these two teams. We knew that it would be. Gopaz takes a snap. handoff again to Berg. And this time he'll gain a couple. That'll be down close to the uh, about 15-yard line. Again, <laughs> can't express this enough. Very hard to see <laughs> because you can't see the, <laughs> the yard lines. And just kind of going with the scoreboard has. Here we get second down and six on the 11-yard line. Copaz takes the snap, bobbles it. He has to duck into the line and try and get something out of it. I'm not sure if that was a botched handoff attempt or if it was a uh, just slipped out of his hand, but either way, that's a good play for the Mustangs as it keeps them, and now it's going to be a third down. And no gain, so third and six on the 11. Key third down here. So we approach the nine-minute mark of quarter number four. I'll go ahead and say it for the first time in regulation. 27-25 the score on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Panthers trying to extend that lead. Big third down here. And a give to Berg, hit right away. That right side of the defensive line wrapping him up. And no gain, so it'll be fourth down. You got the wind at their back. How good is the place kicker? Mm, yeah, I think they're going to go for it here. Might as well. Clock running at eight and a half minutes. And you're up by two if you don't convert here. Little shoot force to go a long, long way. But a big fourth down, fourth and six on the 11. Copaz under center, redirecting some traffic, takes the snap on the option, gives to Larson, bounces across inside the 10. Did he get enough? 
And they still haven't moved the chain. And they just did give the signal. Just enough. Oh, goodness, a big fourth down conversion. And the Panthers are going to be able to eat up a little bit more clock or even score here as they are now inside the five-yard line. First and goal at the eight-minute mark. Ball marked right at the five-yard line. Lopez will toss it off to Bird, and he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Panthers. They extend their lead, 33-25, with 7.55 left to play here in the fourth. Oh, goodness, that fourth down conversion. Huge for the Panthers. And again, a very important Extra point coming up here because this would make it a two-possession game. He's got the wind at his back. Jackson Pettit, extra point. It is up and good. He makes it, and that makes it a two-possession game. 7.55 left to play in quarter number four. On the Papa Murphy scoreboard, it is St. Croix Central 34 and little shoot 25. Back after this on the score. Uh, after a key fourth down conversion, the next play, Berg takes it in for a five-yard touchdown run to extend the lead for the Panthers, and they make the key extra point, 34-25, with 7.55 left to play in this one. But how about Fond du Lac and Kimberly? Overtime. Fond du Lac and Kimberly for a chance to go to state. Those two teams, I tell you what, what a rivalry that has turned into. Here, hopefully, a little shoot can find a way to, I mean, plenty of time here to dig out of this hole. We've seen him score twice quickly earlier in the game. Going to have to do it again, though. Here's another kick that almost was <laughs> went through the upright for the second time tonight. Boy, <laughs> when, the, when, when, when you get it up in that wind here tonight, look out, and that one, a touchback, obviously, but almost uh, another field goal, I guess. <laughs> so the Mustangs will come out and having to march 80 yards here to try and get back on the board with 7.55 left to play in regulation. And we'll see if they, I mean, they, they, we've seen it all season long. They can do it both through the air and on the ground. They're going to have to do it here in this fourth quarter. Here's a quick pitch to Lilge. And comes to the near sideline. Didn't get too much. But, again, the quick toss, I believe that would probably officially go down as, as a completed pass as he literally was coming across, and Miller just kind of tossed it to him. Only got one on the play, though. Got to get more than that in this situation. Second down and nine on their own 21 with 725. Tick, 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 tick. Again, Miller directing some traffic, changing things at the line. He's got Van Derzen right behind him. Going in motion is Hippus. The give to Van Derzen. Working right side. Can't find the hole, though. Haven't seen too much of the old pancake platoon here tonight. That has uh, been really what has carried him for most of the season, that big offensive line that they gave that nickname to. And that time... Unable to open up a too big of a hole. Did gain two more, though. They're going to call it third and seven on the 23 with 6.45 and counting. 
Yeah, I wish we could have seen that. Uh, not that they're not trying, but boy, I tell you, these conditions. <laughs> Those pancakes turn cold really quick. Shotgun formation. Miller takes it, firing downfield the far sideline. Tipped and incomplete. Again, good coverage on the far sideline. He, again, was looking for Jacob Lilge. But top tapped away again by Trevor Kopez. I think one-on-one situation. Miller liked what he saw, but again, got a little bit too much air under it going into this brisk breeze. Always a dangerous throw, but... Incomplete, so it's going to be fourth down. Fourth and seven on their own 23-yard line. Clock stopped at 6.28. Shotgun. Formation for Miller. He takes it. He's looking left all kinds of time. Bouncing around. He gets away with it, and it's intercepted. Copez running it into the end zone. Touchdown. The other Copez, Trevor Copez, this time on defense and St. Croix Central takes a 40-25 to 25 lead. Threw it basically right to him. He had all kinds of time, but Miller threw it to him. Got to give him credit. He was right place, right time, but that was a little too easy as he just kind of tiptoed into the end zone on an INT by Trevor Copez. The, I say the other one because Austin is the quarterback and also a really good defensive player. So that Copez family getting it done. Then he takes it back. Well, officially, I guess a 23-yarder. With 6.19 left to play. And on for the extra point. The kick is up, and that one is good. So a 6-19 left to play. Your new score, 41-25 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. We'll go ahead and take a 30-second timeout, and we will come back with more here at Stanley Boyd High School on the score. Well, got a lot of exciting football going on around the state of Wisconsin here tonight, including over on our other game, WHBY. They're in overtime, Fond du Lac Took the lead in overtime. Kimberly with the possession right now. Here, we are in the fourth quarter, winding down at two straight scores by St. Croix Central. It's still it's a two-possession ball game. 16, though. You have to get two scores and a couple of two-point conversions in the last 6-19. So they're going to have to score quickly and then find a way to get the football back as well. Plenty of time. I keep on saying that, especially in these conditions, anything can happen. On this very snowy football field as it continues to blow around. Yeah, once again, uh, another long kick and into the end zone, another touchback. So, again, we'll set the ball on the 20-yard line. Let's do this all over again. We just saw this not too long ago. Ended in an interception, a pick six for the Panthers. And Trevor Copez, the junior, stepping in front of the Miller pass and taking it to the house. To extend the lead for St. Croix Central. Winner moves on to play next Thursday night at 7 o'clock at Camp Randall Stadium for the title in Division 4. First and 10, 619 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Joey D with you. Hopefully my voice holds up. <laughs> Got to work the morning show tomorrow too. Oh, boy, it's been that excitement though. I love it. Miller under pressure again. He's hit but gets away from it. 
And finally run down right at the line of scrimmage. And guess who's there? Ryan Larson, uh, hero on offense and getting it done defensively there. Great job by Miller getting out of the trouble. He was, he was hit for an initial about five-yard loss, got back to the line of scrimmage, so it's second and 10 on the 20. Clock continues to run, though, under six. Miller takes a snap, dropping back to pass again, all kinds of time, looking across the middle, and incomplete, dropped again, good coverage. And he was looking for... Tate Huss was the intended receiver, the sophomore. The short pass falls incomplete, so it's third down and 11. So they're going to say he actually lost a yard on that, so it was officially a sack on that last play. All right, third and 11. Clock stopped at 544. Little shoot down by two scores. It's obviously a couple of downs to get these 11 yards. Miller. Looking, looking, firing right side and incomplete. Threw it behind his intended receiver, Adam Hippus. And it's going to be fourth down and long. I think the wind had something to do with that one as well. He threw it to his back shoulder. It was really out of reach, but you could see that ball was just wobbling into the wind. Hate to blame it on that, but <laughs> a lot of things tonight you can blame on these conditions. We'll just call them not favorable. 5.40 clock stops on a fourth down and 11. 41.25 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. Little shoot must convert here. Or the season could be over. Back to pass. Miller, he's under some pressure. He steps up in the pocket, now runs out of the pocket, throws it up in the air. It's up for grabs. Going to fall right there at the 30-yard line. Mustang's looking for some kind of interference, but uh, not going to get any kind of call. And it's going to be a turnover on downs. Nobody really in the area. I guess the closest was Huss. He gets up slowly, Huss does, but now he's going to run back and play a little defense here. And a turnover on downs. Oh, boy. Turnovers tonight. One of the stories, one of the many storylines in this one. And he... Panthers will have it first and 10 on the little shoot, 19-yard line. And they'll be able to run down the clock as much as they can here, just five and a half minutes left to play. They can somehow get a quick turn, turnover, though. They did this in the first quarter, just knocked that football out, and the ball was loose. Dived on it, though. Copez dove right back on it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I was just saying in that first quarter, it happened twice where they turned it over and scored quickly. So I'm not saying this one's over yet. 5-10 and counting, though. That's the thing here is the clock. That first quarter clock didn't really matter. Now you're in a desperate situation where you have to force some kind of turnover. Copez under center, taking as much time off of that clock as he can. Here's the handoff to Keegan Berg, working the right side, wrapped up right away, and the ball's loose. Oh, again, uh, was it a fumble or was it uh, was he down already? I saw the ball pop free, but there is an official that's going to say, no, he was down. And he ground. Can't cause that. And so, yeah, the Panthers catching a break the last two plays on fumbles, but they're recovered by St. Croix Central. And again, that clock, four and a half minutes. All three timeouts for the Panthers. One timeout left for the Mustangs. They're down 41-25 with 420. 
Here's the snap. And Kopaz will toss it back to Steinmetz, and he is knocked out of bounds, which is good, so that'll stop the clock. Right there on the play was Mitch Van Kompel. So the clock will stop on a fourth down play. So they may be able to, if they find some way to get the turnover on downs, that'll work. But again, the clock, you've eaten up a little bit of time here. But it stops with 4.14 left. Get this stop here and find a way to attack quickly. It's still just a two-possession game. Being as optimistic as I can here. Fourth down and six on the 15-yard line. Lopez takes it. And they give up the middle, and he's stuffed. Clock is going to stop, and a turnover on downs. The Mustangs going to get the football back. They are in deep in their own territory, but still with the heartbeat. 4-10 on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. 41-25, so got to find a way for a quick strike and a two-pointer. An onside kick a score, and a two-pointer. Here we go. First down and 10 on their own 15-yard line. The snap, Miller back to pass, and he drops it. He has to dive on it. That's not what you want to see if you're a Mustangs fan. Had a receiver streaking down the far sideline, but instead he had to fall on it, and the clock runs. 41-25, under four minutes left to play. Mustangs need... The scorer, Miller, back to pass again. He's hurried and finds a receiver and going out of bounds. So a positive play here as he finds his receiver, Lilge, on the near sideline, goes out of bounds. So clock will stop with 3.48 left in this fourth quarter. Ten-yard pickup. Third down and a very long three. But again, four-down territory, I'm sure, for... The Mustangs is both sides cheering on their teams, trying to stay as warm as they can here in this snow-covered field. The snap to Miller, back to pass. Again, all kinds of time, steps up in the pocket, finds a receiver over the middle, and he caught it, and he's got a first down, complete to Hippus. Adams, or Adam caught it on his knee. So the clock stops momentarily to move the chains. 3.42 left. Nice pickup, first down and 10 on the 32-yard line. Here's the snap to Miller. Looking, looking, firing, and oh, he had a sliding hippus, but threw it right behind him, right at midfield. Would have been a nice pickup. But instead, it'll be second down and 10. Clock stopped with 3.34 left on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. 41-25. Mustang still with life, though. But it is second down and long. Long huddle here, but it doesn't matter. Clock is stopped. Don't want to get a delay of game here, though. They break the huddle real slowly. We do have a timeout left. Maybe forced to use it here. Depends on the clock. They do get the playoff, though. And the pitch off, and now more trickery. They'll pass it to the left side, and there's a backwards pass. Is that still alive? Miller has it. They tossed it to Van Dersen, who then tossed it to Lilge, who then tossed it to Miller. And it would... Uh, they got to say if that was an incomplete or that was forward. Is it incomplete? If it is, that's good because then the clock stops. But 
hey, t- pulling all the tricks out of the bag here. You have to when you're in desperation mode here. The trickery does not work, though. Clock stops third down and 10. Stays on the 32-yard line with 3.29 left. Two receivers to the left, one here to the near side. Miller barks out the play. Shotgun formation, back to pass. Nice protection again, fires it across the middle. Oh, off the fingertips of Hippus. He had him, and that would have been a nice first down pickup. But again, I do believe that the weather playing a factor there. That very, very cold football. Threw it a little bit behind him, but that's a catchable football. And if he does, that's a first down. But instead, fourth down season on the line here for Little Shoot. 325 left to play. Down by two scores. But still alive. Fourth and 10 on their own 32. Miller takes the snap. Back to pass. Good protection again. Firing across the middle and almost had him instead off of the hands of the defender. He was looking for Hippus but knocked down by Gabe Seiler. And that will be a turnover on downs. St. Croix Central will take over deep in Little Shoe territory with just 3.19 left to play in this fourth quarter. Had to have that one. Couldn't come up with the play. And now they'll take over. Little Shoe does have that one timeout remaining. So uh, technically they could get the football back. But again, you're down by two scores to the St. Croix Central Panthers. He tossed back out to Berg, and he's going to take it across the 20, inside the 10, the 15, the 5, touchdown. Oh, quick strike by St. Croix Central, and that should just about put it away after the 31-yard touchdown run by Keegan Berg. Oh, weren't expecting that. I think uh, everybody was probably expecting him to go right up the middle. Instead, takes it to the outside on the pitch and puts it in with just 3.11 left to play in this fourth quarter. And it's 47-25 with the extra point pending. Berg's second touchdown of the night. Extra point is up, and it is good. 3-11 left in quarter number four on the Papa Murphy scoreboard. A new score, St. Croix Central, 48-10, little shoot, 25. Back after this on the score. Well, we do know we will have one team headed down to Madison Next week, a thriller in overtime. The Kimberly Papermakers come up with some way to get to Madison again. 22-21 on a two-point conversion in overtime. They are headed to play for yet another state championship. My goodness. Here it is looking like St. Croix Central will be following them. Because it's 48-25 with 3-11. The kickoff is returned out across the 20 to the 25-yard line. Knocked out of bounds right there. And little shoot takes over, but now down by three scores. With just 3.06 left and one timeout. Well, it, uh, it's quite a fight here this evening as... Little Shoot had a 13-0 lead 
early on, taking advantage of a couple of turnovers by the Panthers. But this offense of St. Croix Central just pounding away. And they are now up by three scores. Here is the handoff spinning to, I believe that's Schumacher. Nope, that is Evan Derzen. And he is stuffed after about a five-yard gain. Make it six, second down and four. Ball marked on what I believe is the 34. <laughs> I can, cannot see the, the yard markers here. On the snowy football field here at Stanley Board. Here's a handoff and nice uh, gain by Van Dersen, but he gets a very, very gingerly at about the 47-yard line. It's going to be a first down. They'll move the chains, but... Boy, we'll see if Van Dersen's are. Yeah, he's going to have to walk off because he came up. Looked like he was quite dizzy. At any rate, first and 10, a nice play up to the 48-yard line. Here's the give to Schumacher, and he has a first down across midfield down to the 39-yard line. 13-yard gain, first down, little shoot with 2.19 left to play. Who have that one timeout left, but yeah, they huddled up right there. You, you gotta be ready to go here. And now a timeout is taken. Uh, injury timeout as for the uh, St. Croix Central Panthers. We'll see, I didn't see a number, but everybody rushed out there in a hurry and from both sides. I mean, they sprinted out there. I hope he is okay. I have not seen medical attention rushed that hard out to a player, and now they're yelling at the little shoot sideline to bring even some more support over. And everybody taking a knee here. It all of a sudden has gotten really quiet. And the outcome to this game all of a sudden... Doesn't really matter at this particular second because taking care of one of the Panthers players down on about the 30-yard line. And getting up very slowly and getting the cheer, and that's a good thing. Gabe Seiler, a 5'10", 150-pound sophomore, he got up, but, man, I, 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 I'm not kidding. I've never seen medical officials run that fast. That was a sprint towards him. and But that's a good thing. He got up and was on his own power, but obviously shaking up on the play, and that is a good thing. Anytime, to, I mean, everybody, you, whew, you could hear the snow fall drop. Here at Stanley Boyd High So back to action. 2-10 and counting here in this fourth quarter. It's 48-25. Panthers on top. Hand off to Van Dersen. He's got some good yardage. Spinning across of near a first down, but taken down inside the 35. Two-minute warning of quarter number four. Season on the line here for the Mustangs. Van Dersen comes out. And in his Schumacher. 
Be second down and about four. And the snap is botched, and having to dive on top of it was Miller way out at the 40-yard line. That'll go down as a sack, and he'll lose at least six or seven on that play. And 90 seconds left and counting. And I thought I heard a whistle there, but nope. I guess they're going to keep going here. The snap to Miller, give to Van Derzen, and he is met at the line of scrimmage and taken down hard. A nice play by Ryan Larson, who has done it all for this Panthers team all season long, offensively and defensively. He scored four times this evening, and he's got numerous losses for tackle just like that one. And that pretty much is the way that tonight has gone. It's almost appropriate that uh, that he's involved in one of the last plays of this game as the Panthers faithful come to their feet, cheering the team and also trying to stay warm here tonight. Miller back to pass. He's it down the near sideline and lots of contact, hauling it in for the catch and with the flag, but what a catch by Adam Hippus. That's going to be interference. It's an easy call, but, hey, he caught that football as well. Go get him, Adam. Six foot one, 190 pound senior going out with a bang here. My big time pickup. And we'll see where they mark it after the penalty. It's an easy call. It was a one handed grab. What a catch by Adam. A nice throw, too, into the wind on the near sideline. Pass interference. They'll decline it, so they will mark it. I can't see the exact yard line. Because of the snow. Uh, they'll put it on the 14. First and 10, 30 seconds and counting. See if they can punch it in here just in the season on some kind of high note. Van Dersen runs into his offensive line, bounces off him, trying to find a hole, still on his feet. Down, that was a very hard fought, about two yards or so. And the clock running at 15 and counting. They're not going to take their final time out here. That might do it. I think it will. They're just going to let the clock run down at 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and little shoot season. The undefeated season has come to an end at the hands of St. Croix Central here in the state semifinal. Your final score, St. Croix Central 48 and little shoot 25. What a season. What a game. But too much Panthers here in the end as they pretty much do what they've done all season long as they averaged. Well, actually, if you look at it, Lucy <laughs> did a pretty good job keeping it <laughs> to within the 23. Kind of funny to say that, but they were winning games by an average of over 40 a game. So they... That's, I guess, a positive take from it. Final score, 48-25, a hard-fought, yeah, any loss is disappointing. But what a season for the Mustangs. We'll go ahead and take a timeout, our final timeout here. We'll come back and do a little uh, instant replay for you, get some of the highlights, and then wrap things up here from Stanley Boyd High School. Unfortunately, we can't bring back to the Valley a second state qualifier as Little Shoe drops this one, 48-25, your final score. Back after this on the score. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.